Welcome back to another episode of the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Magic fans. In the virtual studio today, you have Justin. Yo. Al. What's up? Myself, Anthony, and a very special guest joining us. We have the multi-talented Corey <laughs> Yarkin. Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? Oh, so excited you? to be here. Thank you Welcome so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. How's everyone doing during this time, man? It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's it's insane, especially with um all the everyone being locked in and quarantine, um, kind of finding different things to do to stay entertained. Corey, what have you been up to? What are some of the things that you're doing to keep yourself busy during this time? I mean, when it all first started um i think i was just in shock you know i think we all i'm still in shock but um in my life i'm just i'm so busy i burn the candle at both ends and so i was just like forced vacation here we go let's party (laughs) (laughs) so i slept a lot and i you know i just wasn't i was just trying to stay sane and and i don't know if you guys remember but that first couple weeks the weather here was so amazing so it was just taking all that in. I'm I'm really fortunate. I live, um, you know, one of the lakes here in Central Florida. So I, I, I was enjoying that. Um, but, you know, and then it all starts to be real. And they're like, okay, well, I have to get on some sort of schedule. I need to like do things. Um, you know, everyone's cleaning their closets and things like that. I have yet to clean my closet. <laughs> Procrastinating. <laughs> um, I I've been like running. Um, I I your listeners don't know yet or if they don't know me that you know i used to be in music so i picked up my guitar again which has been um fun um kind of reteaching myself to play guitar now that i have all this time on my hands cooking a lot um i'm not like the best cook but i love to like go in the cabinet and just see what's there and then make something out of nothing so takes a lot of planning that way (laughs) sometimes it's good sometimes it's not so good but yeah, for sure. I, I could agree with you. I mean, I love to cook. Um, regular time schedule is kind of hard to do so because work and, you know, the world is kind of always asking uh, for things. But I like doing the same thing, like no plan, just kind of look in the fridge, look in the in the pantry, see what's in there and like let my mind work, see how yeah. uh, how creative I can get. So that's really cool. You could just like go in, go into your clo- uh, the cabinet and you like find the random things you have and then I put it into Google and then oh I can make oh, this there you go that's smart I never thought of, I never thought about that but that's that's actually really really smart I think to me it still hasn't fully hit it didn't hit me it took a while for it to really realize that this is here in Orlando because at first it was only a, a couple people that got tested for it and then just started adding up and piling up and then adjustments from work started happening um, me I, I have my, my wife is currently pregnant at home so we we've been kind of adjusting as well not going out and if we did go out being super protective um and there's been a lot of netflix binging as well so it's surprising to hear that no tv watching from from you you've been staying busy well i mean a little tv here and i mean i i have i was on the tiger king train i (laughs) loved every second of it apart from the sad 
the, you know, just that the animals, of course, but it was just the most interesting thing I've seen in a long time. I, I me and my wife, we binge watched it all in one day. I'm trying to get Al and Justin to hop on too because they haven't seen it either. I must not be, I must not be that cool. I mean, I hear people talk about Tiger King all the time, but I, I try to avoid things that are like massively popular, uh, popular until after the fact. Uh, but I'm sure it's something that I'll eventually, eventually. It's watch. one of those things. Like when we started watching, we, I would look at my husband, and every three minutes, he'd be like, uh, "This is this real?" Like at the <laughs> end, we thought they were all gonna come take a bow, and it was all you know, like Blair Witch Project, type, like fake, you know. So, but it, it's not. So that's what's so interesting is the characters. So, so Corey, how long have you been in Orlando? So I grew up here. I wasn't born here, but I moved here when I was three. So most of my life um, and Orlando was a great place to grow up. Um, I, I, I moved away for a little bit. I was in L.A. for a couple of years, um, but and it really took me leaving Orlando to really appreciate what we had here. It's like so, you know, I went, I went to high school here. I went to UCF. Um, and then I stayed here after school and I was, I was like, I gotta get out of this town. But, but it was like living in LA that was, you know, you can't go to the grocery store. Like you can do like one errand a day there. Um, and just coming back here and, and I'm so excited for where the city is going. Um, it's come such a long way, like with sports, obviously, and, um, culture and, um, all the restaurants and, you know, it's, it's a really cool place to be. I agree. I think Orlando is at that point where it's kind of it was a small town in a way and it's kind of losing that a little bit um, by embracing, like you said, more sports, more culture, more entertainment. Like the amount of artists that come to Orlando now is kind of really impressive. It's up there with some of the big cities in the country. So I think that's that's really cool to to be able to kind of be a part of the old Orlando and still see the new Orlando take place. And for you to be a part of creating that atmosphere um, for other people that are possibly visiting Orlando for the first time, going to an Orlando Magic game for the first time. Um, Corey and D Strong, that's like, you know, that's like home. Uh, that's so right. it's it's really cool to to have you on and be able to, to kind of speak about that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we said it, but I'm the, you know, the MC at the games, um, the entering MC with DJ D Strong. Um, I've been with the team now for seven seasons. Um, but you know, like I said, I grew up in Orlando. Um, I have an older brother and we just there growing up here, there was no other professional sports other than the Orlando magic. So, and he's a huge basketball fan. Like I grew up like watching Shaq and Penny and Nick Anderson. And like, we had season tickets from the very beginning. Um, my, my brother used to take a private lessons from Buzz Brayman, if you know that name, he was the old shooting coach for the Magic. So like, what's so neat about my job now is that I work for the team that I grew up rooting for. um, And I'm still obviously rooting for the Magic every season. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Through the good and the bad. But but it's so fun. Like, my job is so much fun. And and that's kind of like my goal with it is to just not take myself too seriously. If you guys have been to the games, you would know that. Um, <laughs> and just like, you know, cause I'm so blessed to get to do what I do. That is awesome. Now growing up, Corey, I know again, you have a, a dynamic, 
diverse career in every aspect, um, from, from, from singing to acting and everything in between. But growing up, what did you want to be growing up? I mean, I was always in entertainment in some way. Like I grew up dancing and theater and, you know, in high school, I, I started writing music and things like that. Um, so I think I was kind of born and bred to do what I do now. But, you know, as a kid, you're like, well, when I grow up, I want to be a veterinarian. <laughs> like, I love animals, but that I did not do that. When I went <laughs> to um, uh, UCF, like when I first started at UCF, in my head, I was like, all right, done with dance, done with everything. I'm going to be an orthodontist. And then I got to school and I realized that being an orthodontist, I think is 10 years of school. And I was like, eh, maybe, maybe I'll stick with music. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I really got into my music when I was in high school and like I said, I was like 15 and I got a guitar and I started writing music with friends and it kind of parlayed into this thing. And, um, I, after high school, like I really was like, yeah, music is what I want to do. And I, and I went hardcore <laughs> for that. I would imagine that was part of the decision why you moved over to LA. Yeah. So, um, part of my story is that, you know, before Instagram and before Facebook and before TikTok, there was MySpace, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I was really big on MySpace. I was like the number one unsigned artist on MySpace, which I'm proud of still. Whoa, yeah. um, awesome. Yes. It was crazy. Like I get like these social media stars now. I like it's a full time job, whether you're on YouTube or Instagram, like these people are planning everything they do and it's you're working all day on what you're doing. So that was the life I lived. I was like literally responding to fans all day and posting and, and whatnot. But what it did for me is that it opened up so many doors. Like I had a publishing deal from it, which means I had this company that would, you know, represent all my music for like TV and film. So I got like music on TV, which is super cool. And it, it got me into writing sessions with, you know, big producers and big writers and um, opening up for big bands and Rolling Stone. And I had a couple wow. albums. So it was like super cool, a great platform. Um, and at the peak of like when my music and my band was doing really well i was like what's the next step la right so so i moved to la and i went from um big fish small pond here in orlando to um small fish very very big pond and i'm an extra small fish if you guys have seen me in person <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've actually you've actually helped me win a halftime uh or a third quarter contest so we've we've met before, which is kind of cool. I think you look so familiar. Which which contest were you in? It was the shoe shuffle, um, a couple a couple months back. I don't <laughs> give the answer away, guys. Don't tell me. <laughs> no, no, I mean, definitely not. At the games, you know, the goal is to have fun, and we want people to win. I mean, most I will never like really give the answer away, but I sometimes right. will hint to be like, "Are you sure?" But that's a hard one. If you're not paying attention during shoe shuffle. You know, you can and it's loud it. in there. People, people don't don't realize. Like once you hear the crowd, it kind of changes it a little bit. There's a little bit of pressure. Were you nervous when you were on the contest? Um, I was nervous when I met you, and then but you, <laughs> you were like super cool, like made it you know super easy. Um, and then I wasn't nervous anymore. But Aww. at first, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be on the on the screen, and everybody's gonna see me, and it's awkward. But it was cool. It was a good experience. 
That's cool. Good. I'm glad you had fun. And you won. And I helped <laughs> yes. you win. Don't tell anyone. No. <laughs> so then, Corey, how do you how do you transition from uh, number one unsigned artist to MySpace, moving to LA, coming back to Orlando, and then jumping into MCing for the Magic or working with the Magic organization? Yeah. So when I was in LA, um, I couldn't pay my rent, and uh, because music doesn't really pay the bills if you're not, you know, Taylor Swift um, <laughs> <laughs> or anyone like that. Um, so I kind of randomly fell into hosting my girlfriend she got me a job working for fox um like doing red carpet like movie premieres and press junkets and things like that i did not go to school for broadcast journalism i had no idea what i was doing i just you know i'm not really shy so i was just like interviewing people on red carpets all the time you never saw my face you would just see my hand so that <laughs> might be really famous and they would sell the bits to like fox all, all around the country so that's kind of like where i cut my teeth getting into hosting and and one morning I woke up and I realized I wasn't doing music anymore. I was working for Fox and doing, and on, quite honestly, it wasn't like doing the movie premieres. It sounds so cool, like interviewing celebrities, but personally it wasn't like the passion and I didn't want, that wasn't like my goals when I went there. So I woke up one day and I was like, I'm moving home. <laughs> so I came back to Orlando um, and you know, I really didn't know what I was gonna do. Um, the opportunities for entertainment here are much different than in LA. So um, it was actually over the summer, I, I I don't know, I had applied for like random jobs at like a roofing company and like I was trying to like work for the shoe company and things like that. And then the, um, the flyer came through for the Orlando Magic Dancer auditions. Remember, I grew up dancing, but I hadn't danced in like a long time. Um, when I lived at UCF, when I went to UCF, I lived with Magic Dancers and it was like, so they had the best time ever, but I never did that. It was just something that looked like a lot of fun and I never got the chance to do it. So I like texted my husband and I was like, what do you think if I uh, <laughs> see a magic dancer? And he was like, yeah, go for it. Meanwhile, thinking like I wouldn't make the team. Well, <laughs> I made the team, <laughs> okay? Um, and that's how I, I kind of got my foot in the door again with the magic. Um, I uh, So my first season as a dancer, they were using dancers as hosts. So I don't know how long you guys have been around, but um, so I was on the microphone in half tops and sequins, which was terrifying. <laughs> um, and I did that for two seasons. And after my second season dancing, I was like, okay, check, done that. I had so much fun, but I, I'm i ready to not have to wear half tops and sequins anymore um, right. and do that. And so that it just so happened that that next season they were looking to have someone as the full-time host and not be using dancers anymore and so i obviously i, I auditioned for two years basically um <laughs> and that's how i got in and it's been awesome it's been so fun kind of developing who i am as as the mc and and being part of uh the team and just having fun with it all so i could imagine you know the first time you're on the microphone in front of all of these people you're nervous. There has to be some type of nerves and like, but you had to go through a period of time where it was like, you had to reassure yourself that this was something that you wanted to do and that you could do, right? I mean, yeah, what you have to remember is I've always like been on stage. So yeah, I do like there was definitely nerves involved, but you kind of like people in our world, we thrive on that. It For me, the nerves and they still come sometimes it just 
it at, especially at the beginning was just from it's a new platform for me and everything that we're doing which i actually love a lot about it now is like the live aspect of it so when i'm talking on the microphone even though they've kind of like told me like what i'm supposed to say i'm not reading a teleprompter i'm not holding cards i'm not reading anything it's all just like it's very very live and when you mess up you just go with it um, or if someone a contestant says something silly like you just have to kind of roll with it so the kind of unknown is is scary but it's also fun um and there are times when i you just forget like at amway center eighteen thousand people and i'm just like i can't think about it because if i do i will be very nervous um, yeah <laughs> No, so, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of people to be in front of. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what? Actually, I do get nervous for still, and I and my bosses know this, so it's fine. But I like, especially when D Strong's not there, my co-host, I absolutely don't love having to do, like, the fourth quarter hype when I'm like, who wants a free T-shirt? Like, let me hear you. <laughs> like, that is not my favorite, like, part of my job. But, um, you know, I got to step in when he's not there to, like, assist. So like my boss will make fun of me. I'll be done with that hit, and he'll be like, "Wow, you really killed that hype, Corey." <laughs> <laughs> so please yell when I'm like, "I can't hear you." I need to hear all of you guys <laughs> getting loud. For sure, oh, for, for sure. sure, we we got you. That that we can do. <laughs> <laughs> that just means you do such a good job at at hiding that because you honestly really can't tell whatsoever. So kudos to you. Things. you just like I said sometimes you just gotta go for it so now what's the one aspect of your job Corey currently with the magic that you enjoy the most I mean there's so many things I, I love about my job with the magic um you know obviously the people um like everyone on the well, they're not called the blue crew anymore they're called the three two one height they're all i mean everyone's so nice like i get ready in the same locker room as the dancers which are now the 407 previously the magic dancers of course so like it's fun to have that like camaraderie and like if i like what do you think about this top or this jacket or this one giant earring that i'm wearing i have two on today um <laughs> I love the people. Um, I love get, now that I've been there for seven seasons, um, obviously I get to know the fans and I see people every night and season ticket holders. And like, I love when it's like someone's first magic game ever and they got picked for a contest. And, and then I'm like, yes, we've hooked them, you know, like making part of um, the magic's mission is create, they call it creating legendary moments. And I really take that to heart. So anytime like I can do something extra special for someone or like make it that much more memorable, I really enjoy that part about it. Um, just seeing the fun people have at Amway Center. I think that, it, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, we're playing basketball, of course, and that's that's what we're there for, but it's also a show. So I'm on the other side of things. I'm on the entertainment side of things. And knowing that we put on a really great show um, collectively, it's definitely not a one woman show here um, there's so much that goes into it um it, it it is really incredible um and then on top of that i love getting dressed i have a lot of fun like putting together these outfits and wearing like the crazy shoes and like random stuff to you know sporting events that people wouldn't necessarily think is uh something that you would wear to a major sporting event so i have a lot of fun with like the outfits and stuff like that too yeah, and all the free uh, stuff I get from the team shop. Oh, <laughs> that's definitely definitely a perk, but that's creative expression, which kind of 
fits into who you are as a person and what you've done your entire life. So as as cliche as this may sound, I feel like you're tailor made for what it is that you're doing. Um, your personality fits it. And like you said, everything that you've done up to this point has kind of helped you become what you are. Um, so how what would you say is like one moment where it was kind of like you realize like I've, I've made it. I'm good. Um, I mean, you can ask any, I don't know. I don't think I, I, I don't think I've ever had that feeling like I've made it. Um, because I'm always, you know, you always in entertainment, you're like the, you're only as good as the, the, the thing you did or doing or, you know, so in regards to the magic, I think, you know, getting to go to all-star three times now has been such an honor for one the fact that they asked me back you know is like okay i did a good job like cool um but being there like on all-star saturday night and being you know one of three hosts out of all the teams in the nba to represent not only the magic but the nba and have like them trust me to do that um that was you know probably those are probably up there and how how does someone get selected for that so uh, as you said, the NBA is the one that chooses, and they chose three different hosts from all the different NBA teams. How how does someone get selected? Um, so for the big NBA events, especially for All Star Weekend, it's it's uh, they bring in people from all over all the different teams in, in regards to like producers and entertainment directors and all the different performance teams and things like that. So there's a big committee that works on on that um and i think that they kind of like nominate people in a way like how about this host or they talk about like oh have you seen this and they can they can see all that footage um a few years ago my boss had put me forward for it and so i got to go and there are other hosts but each event has different hosts so that first year and at all-star there's two different arenas there's like the big arena where there's you know the friday night um Rising Star game, Saturday, All-Star Saturday night, and then the Sunday game. There's three events in that. And then the small arena, there's like all the other stuff, like the press day, the celebrity game, you know, All-Star practice and things like that. So that first year I had like five events I did in the smaller arena, which was a lot. Um, and that's why I was really thankful that they asked me back because the fact that I was able to handle, I don't know, it was, like I said, it was a lot. Um, but anyhow. So my boss put me forward for it and then they consider and then I think they kind of give you a chance. And then once they trust you, they're like, oh, OK, cool. I mean, and I don't know that I'll go back next next year or not. It's, you know, but it, even if I don't, it's been like so cool. So cool. Now, how how did this love for stuff, the Magic Dragon go about? Because obviously it's, it's no secret. You're avid about it. Um, how how did that really get going? And at, by far, out of everyone that I've seen, you have by far the most amount of stuff magic gear I've ever seen. Yeah, Thank for you. sure. It's like all, take, it's all I exclusive. Pride in that. Um, I mean, like I said, I grew up here in Orlando, and we always had season tickets. So as a kid, like, coming to the games, especially being a girl, like, that, it was stuff in the dancers. I think the first magic, like, um, anything I ever got was a little pair of stuff earrings. I don't know where they are they're like obviously from years and years and years ago um so and then just working for the team i just think he, he, he's so great okay like i'm not, I'm not gonna like 
hide it. He on it like he wins all the awards for a reason. And you know that stuff creates all of his own content. Like he comes up with all those ideas. He films all that those videos. Awesome. He comes with all all the skits. Like it's all him. And then on top of it, at the games, like he's amazing. He's so funny. And like, you know, it's I know obviously no not to ruin the magic for anyone, but there is a person under there and I know him too. <laughs> and so like when I or her, I can't tell you. Um, when I'm seeing that person like in per- I, like I just when I look at stuff when he's fully dressed, I'm like I don't see the real person. I see stuff, so it's so strange. Just like Mickey Mouse for me, I guess. Yeah. It's like Santa um, Claus. <laughs> um yeah, I just love, I think he's so great. I mean, who makes freaking half court shots from the top of a ladder on the first try like and yeah, I don't know unbelievable. my heart I get scared for he does that he has the hovercraft thing right yes. he's up on a platform 20 feet in the air in a handstand on the hovering doing circles and I'm like <gasps> I don't know how HR feels about this but yeah. <laughs> <it's amazing. laughs> no stuff stuff is incredible he's um I would say if you've never been to a magic game stuff is guaranteed to amaze you uh, multiple times a night and his crowd engagement is like the best I've seen ever 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 it doesn't matter if we're winning or losing like people love stuff like he might be the biggest star in the building <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we're we're actually on a mission to try to find out who stuff is exactly yeah and there's absolutely no like clues anywhere there's yeah. nothing I couldn't I, uh, I can't tell you no. yeah I believe he's that. real I sent him a I sent him a DM to see if we can get him on the podcast just to see what a response would be. And he said, I'm not sure if anyone can hear me on a podcast. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's as far as we've, uh, as far as we've gone. I speak yeah. dragon by the way, like he'll be talk and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like I know what he's saying. <laughs> you know what's funny? So I've seen you at the games doing that, like communicating with stuff and my wife and I go to the games. I'm like, Hey, like, I wonder, can she hear him? How do they, like, it's the, it's the body signals. How do, how do they communicate? But I guess it's dragon language. Dragon, and he has a dragon keeper. I don't know. That's what their their yes. official job title is: the dragon keeper. <laughs> dragon keeper. Love. That's insane. Um, and of course, you guys have seen my stuff, like costume, right? My yes. homemade stuff costume, by the yes. way. Oh, that's that's homemade. Well, I mean, I bought I got the hat from the team shop, but the rest of it is homemade. Wow! Is I wear it literally every opportunity that sort of makes sense. And <laughs> <laughs> any particular memories, Corey? Any like memorable moments of you and stuff in your seven years with the Magic? Anything you can recall that like, wow, like that one time I'll never forget. Oh, me and stuff. I mean, anytime we dress alike, I love that. But um, yeah. So, <laughs> so last season, um, it was Steph's birthday, which is like my my favorite game, of course. Um, I bought this like. I don't even know what it's called. It's like it's not a recorder, but it's like a keyboard recorder that you blow in and play at the same time. And I taught myself how to play "Happy Birthday" on it. So, like, my greatest moment was playing stuff "Happy Birthday" on this guitar recorder thing in my stuff outfit. I was like on the jumbotron, like, and I was sweating, and it was, but it was amazing. So, I love that. We just oh and last season we did the um I don't know if you guys were there or not but you can look up there was like a lip sync battle we did um D Strong I think sang Adele and then stuff I forget what stuff did but I was MC Hammer and 
even though stuff has to win everything, I definitely won that one. So that was a really fun <laughs> skit. <laughs> stuff. That's a good one. That is that pretty, is awesome. pretty cool. Uh, so now we're going to jump into um, In the Ozone with Corey. It's going to be uh, a couple of rapid fire questions. And yeah, you just give us your best answer, okay? Okay, I hope I get them right. All right. Well, they're, they're all about your person, so it's, it's it'll be yeah. okay. Favorite city Thanks. to travel to um, and one city you wish you could visit in the near future? Um, gosh, I love New York City. I went there so much when I was doing music. So, um, I, you know, that is definitely up there on my list. Last summer, I went to uh, Barcelona, which was so fun. Like, just the culture and the people and the food and this the vibe um there it's just so chill there i loved i had so much fun um a place i'd love to go i mean i still i haven't re- i have been to japan but i really want to go over to like some of the asian countries um singapore is up there on my list like just to see that architecture and like the food and i want to go to bali um so gotta well, might have to wait a while for those yeah, just a little bit. Point, but I'll dream about it. Corey, what is your most memorable Orlando Magic moment? I mean, there's so many. I think, gosh, there's a few. Can I say a few? Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. going to I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> just I world. mean, um, you know, when I obviously when I made the team as a dancer, that was a big moment for me. And I think the very first time I walked out on the court in an Orlando Magic Dancer costume. It was terrifying. I'm like, oh my God. Um, but it was just, it was super cool. And having that experience, I loved, um, like I said, All-Star, um, doing All-Star Saturday night, just is, it's just incredible. Like being in that atmosphere um, with celebrities and all the best players in the NBA. And just, it's so cool. Um, and then I think probably my top moment at Amway Center is, last season that that very first um home playoff game against the raptors like the energy in the building that night like oh that was like the best moment for strong and i because like to have that kind of you know like i said energy from the fans like i we, we just like wish it was like that every night you know like people going crazy we need like the fans to start like stepping it up and doing that every game but um that was just so awesome yeah i don't think people realize how important the playoff atmosphere is is completely different from regular season to you know the playoff space so i can only imagine how crazy that was yeah it was so fun so fun now corey Um, talking back about one of your most um the best moments you've had going to the all-star saturday night this year you were there in chicago for the dunk contest a little controversial, a little controversial. We, we kind of saw what happened. Now, you posted a video right after Aaron's last dunk. And much like all of us, you were celebrating the fact that it's over. He dunked over Taco. We're done here. <laughs> Should he have won that dunk contest? A hundred percent. A million percent. He, and he should have won the other time, too. Like, um, it <laughs> was, you know... At the end of the day, All-Star Weekend is supposed to be fun and it's entertaining and it's entertainment. And the story of Aaron leading up to all of this, uh, you know, like, especially that night because of how 
great he did. Um, and to be, I was courtside for that. Like, probably should have been doing my job a little bit better, not filming the whole time, but <laughs> say lovey. Um, but like, what was this, just how it all unfolded was, it was really exciting. Like how, you know, they got, I think what they got to, they got through the four and then they had to do a fifth and, and they were like, I don't know what to do. Or was it six? I can't remember. But when he got to that last one, you could see him. He was like, I'm out of dunks. You could, he was talking to them. And, and I think it was with like Zach Levine who was coaching him, which blew my mind seeing that. And then he, like, he goes over to Shaq and Shaq's like, no man, like, you know, you can't write this stuff. And and then Shaq like points at Taco. And then like the arena was just erupting, right? Like, and Taco comes out and what was so cool about that obviously is that he went to UCF, you know, that's this Orlando, how tall is he? Seven, four, seven, six. six? Oh my God. The most giant human being on the planet. And, (laughs) and he killed it. Like, and, the, and everyone was going bananas, like bananas, you know, like it's over, like he won, like, and people, the whole arena was like so excited. Um, all the celebrities, all the players, everybody, like, and then cut to 30 seconds later, or however long it took for the judges and they, the scores. And it was just, it was just the weirdest thing because everyone knew he won. And then all of a sudden he didn't. And like the air went out of the building. It was like so strange and like nobody could believe it. Everyone was in shock and it was just like, just such a weird way to end for, but you know, I think, I think he had a good attitude about it. We all think he won and um, he won in our hearts, but I think we all know that really he won. So sorry, that's a long answer, and, but and I wanted to give you the play by play. In our hearts, in our hearts, AG is a two time dunk contest champion. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah. For sure, for sure. I I think that we can all agree that he's going to go down as the best Sam Dunk contestant in the history of Sam Dunk, which really means should mean a lot. Just thinking of all the different players that have gone through that and and really showcased because he really put Orlando on on the map for it. And uh, like you said, it was entertaining. I think for me it was the worst because I was watching that the Sam Dunk contest with the Miami Heat fan. <laughs> and just uh, the going the back and forth, you know, it didn't end the way we wanted to, but you know, it was definitely you're right. It, it was a fun atmosphere, and you know, they they were talking about Aaron Gordon for a good 24, 48 hours, if not still to this still, day. So. Still, and you know, that's that's the takeaway from it all for us and for him is that, like you said, it, it's put his name on the map now more than once. Um, he was an overnight sensation that first time, right? And that those dunks were unbelievable. Because of bubble stuff, of course, also. Yes. But I mean, but yeah, so, you know, you, you can't be too mad at it because maybe had he won, we wouldn't still be talking about it. So, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the positive. But, you know, like we said, it's, it's entertainment. Movies don't always end the way we want them to, do they? Very, that's very good point. Corey, thank you so much for joining us. That's going to wrap up the In the Ozone with Corey. Um, Corey, can you let everyone know, all the listeners, where they can find you? On social media? Yeah. Um, follow me on Instagram. Um, at Corey Arkin. So it's just my name, but it's my name. You spell it C-O-R-I-Y-A-R-E-K-I-N. So Instagram is probably the best way to follow me. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see you guys again at the games. We'll see, you know, what this evolves into. I don't really know anything, by the way, of, of what their plans are. I think 
nobody really knows yet, but um, but we'll come back and we'll be stronger and we're gonna have a lot of fun and I'll, I'll throw you guys all the free t-shirts. There you go. <laughs> we're Thank expecting. You and, and, and hopefully also you could uh, teach us how to speak dragon one day. Uh, I think we'd all benefit from that. Maybe we could talk to stuff if we learn. I got you. <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Till the next Thank time. Thank you so much, Corey. Thank you for listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Magic fans. Be sure to visit our website, theozonepod.com. And remember to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on all your favorite podcast listening platforms.